Back to Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are back, old school. Jay Foreman, Kenny Wilhite. On to the... Uh, Austin on the ones and twos. Austin on the ones and twos. We're on to the uh, Miami Heat. Boston Celtics. Can the Miami Heat checkmate the Boston Celtics? Uh, Kenny, like I mentioned before, or mentioned during the break, two guy, two of the Boston Celtics main players selling some wolf tickets. And for you people that don't I mean that, it's talking a little junk even though you're down, right? Uh, there's an old saying, Michael Jordan said it, it's like everybody can talk junk when you're up six points, 12 points. We'll see what you can say if you're down six or, or when the game starts. So they, they're selling it. They're saying, don't let us get one. Better be able to back it up. So we're going to see it in a matter of two hours, about two hours, three hours, or whatever that game is. We're going to see if you can keep your head above water and stay alive. Um, I think the Celtics may be able to get this game because they're desperate. Their coach is probably – you know, probably ain't slept a wink because he's trying to get the locker room. Maybe he's had some, you know, in the off day, you can kind of get in front of some guys, air out some differences. And sometimes, you know, Kenny, to be honest with you, in professional sports, sometimes you that's when you perform your best. You know, you back after, after it backs against the wall and something happens within the organization. But I also could see the Miami Heat seeing blood in the water and just putting you out quick. It's hard to come back from a game that you quit on versus a game like that's why I said the Lakers were never really out of it because they competed in everything. They just got beat. They just ain't good enough. Yeah. Whereas like Boston, the last two games, the last game at home, they quit. Then they doubled down on it and quit by halftime. <laughs> like they had a party to go to at South Beach. They like, man, we're going to be, you know, it's like the cover went, would go up. But the later you come, they're like, we got to get in before <laughs> the cover goes up. You know what I'm saying? Because Tatum did not look interested in even watching the game. And, but now after a day off, I'm assuming they watch the tape. I mean, it's kind of some like in football when you when you have, make so many mistakes and you, you know, get blown out. Sometimes they say like we, you know, Bo used to always say, "Man, we're gonna bury that tape, right? Mm-hmm. We we'll have a funeral for that." They feel like they can win. They ain't won yet. Now, they, and and they they I think I want to ask you if you think this is a problem. I think they're thinking, well, we beat you in the past. And other, you know, pads don't matter right now. Right, but that's but if you saw where Jimmy Butler and Marcus Smart got into it, that's what he said. He's like, man, we didn't beat y'all before, man. Why are you talking? Well, Jimmy Butler's dealing with it right now. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You're talking about what happened a year, year ago, and two, a year, two, years, two years, years ago. That don't matter, right? You're down three zero, player. Right. I want that. I mean, you already answered you, the question. You, that's you, a problem, right? That, that's what you did two years, ago, one year ago, or the week before. Don't matter. What you did at halfway through the season don't, don't matter. matter. Yeah, y'all was the number one seed. It's what you're doing right now. It's zero zero. It's zero zero, and that's what the 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 Heat has to take into tonight. They gotta they gotta have the mind frame. It's zero zero series. Get one one game at a time. They can't say we close this out now. We close it out. We win. We close it out. It's zero zero. That's the right. mind frame they have to have, so they won't look past them. Like you said, they yeah. steal this one and get back to Boston. You never know. Well, then you get 3-2. Then the pressure just goes all, all the way. All the way up. Because right now, I think the ability, the Heat are playing with no pressure. None. Because Jimmy Butler's taking all the pressure because he's playing so well. And he's welcome, and he's answering it. 
So then, therefore, you're allowing guys like Vincent um, Robinson to come out of nowhere. Duncan Robinson was, you know, every – he was third team on Duncan a depth Donut. chart. Robinson, baby. Was chilling. Chilling. Obviously, been working on his game, but for him to just come in and pick up right up, there's no pressure. So what they have to do is they have to be singular focus. And I, I think they're, they're, they have a good enough coaching staff and a good enough organization that they know they got to get in check. Um, but I think the Celtics will come out early. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But the thing I have a problem with the Celtics, I don't know if they have staying power. I don't know if they're willing to stay in the fight. I just don't, I don't think they have it in them. I just think they have the players that can. I just don't think they – I don't think they Collectively. have any, Yeah, I don't think as a team. With the previous coaching staff, with the previous coach, coach they had, yeah. they did. Yeah. Cause he, cause nothing he, against – Because he demanded – well, first of all, he had worked his way up through the organization yes. and had their respect and earned it throughout. The, whereas he, the new coach, I guess got it by default. And I think he's and, trying not to ruffle feathers. And that's the wrong approach. And because it's his first – head job and he's trying not to ruffle feathers being more like a friend, friend a la yeah you know what I mean yeah but I, I would say this so man. I think that's been an issue hey Nick Saban said this when when he took over Alabama he said when you he said essentially and I said this when uh, Frost took over I said the worst thing you can the best thing you can do is come in and establish your identity from the very beginning and have no leeway in, in football cases, make it a physically and mentally demanding first camp, spring ball, X, Y, and Z. Yep. I, I, and I, when you take over a basketball team, you have to establish yourself. Yes, you can – because they're grown men, right? They're not college kids. <laughs> so you, you can talk to them, but you got to make sure they know who you are. They they can't address you as Joe. They got to address you as coach. And if they and if he did that, you can do it. But I think they also think, and this is different, right? And we talked about this, I think, in another either last week or you know a little bit yesterday, is where Marcus Smart was at his best when he was in a, a, a like a smaller box, but then everything that you got out of that box was two or three times the size of it. And what I mean by that is knockdown threes. On point defender, the edge of the team, the crowd rallied behind you, a leader, but by action only. Well, more action, mm -hmm. and probably within the locker, locker room. But then, as you saw, then that allowed Tatum to kind of be that my drive and dunk slasher, a la Kobe, this, this, and that. And then Jalen Brown was kind of like your, we're waiting for you to come along, because he was more of a outside finesse player. Because mm -hmm. you know what I mean. Well. Marcus Smart started to score more, right? The door, the, the door became the too door. Big. The door opened up too wide, right? And then now he started to view himself on the same level right, as, those, as two. those two. So he started to score more. Then Tatum started to change his game. Well, then actually Jalen Brown just said, "You know what? There's only one basketball. I got to get better at some little things." And he started to become more efficient, assertive. Yep. assertive. But then the personalities didn't. Jump. I think one of the best things that the past coach did was managed personalities. If you look at Malone, if you look at Spolstra, if you look at Phil Jackson, mm -hmm. Popovich, well, Belichick, Parcells, Saban, all these guys that are really good, Coach Osborne, um, 
any other great coach, Urban Meyer, when he, you know, before he fell off the wagon or whatever is wrong with him, <laughs> Ryan Day and all these other guys. I mean, look, when you think about all these these coaches, they knew how to manage people and personalities, right? And it's something I, I think Coach Osborne never gets enough credit for because they always look at his phenomenal record. But his ability to put together a team and a staff is no different than these two organizations that are on the cusp of being in the NBA Finals. But they are, that's why their identity, they wake up out of bed and they think, and say if they're 7 out of 10 looking in the mirror, they think they the, they know they're the best 7 out of 10 out of there. Mm-hmm. And they know is the more that they're in the fight, the playoffs, right? The more opportunities they're gonna have to, they're gonna get to break through, right? So the Miami Heat don't really play any different than last year. The Celtics just played better. Yep. The Denver Nuggets play a little bit better than they did last year. That's because of the additions, but they're not drastically. They didn't go get a KD. No. They didn't go get do something. They, they didn't make up. They did not mess up the nucleus of their team. Right. They added to it and they, got better at what they needed to do. And they, they waited on Jamal Murray, right? Because he was out. Yeah, and he was just and he was in he was not sure in his knee. No, and and, and they were patient with him. Yes, that's what I meant. But then they were as, with as they were patient, right? They still kept the locker room in check, worked with him like mentally getting back. But then also what they did last year was they used the season to challenge Michael Porter Jr. Mm-hmm. You need to get better. Gordon was a more of a, a scoring threat. Now Murray's back. Porter took a step. Obviously, Joker. And then they're telling Gordon, listen, all the way up until last night, we need you to be our physical presence, yep. our, our run the floor, get your dunks. You're only going to get six or seven shots, and you're going to mostly going to be putbacks or just kind of an open jumper here or there. But then when they needed it, he was ready to he go. He was ready to go. And that's the difference. And so it, what they're doing is – no different than what football teams do. And the more that you're in the fight, because here's where the Miami Heat takes advantage of just being in the fight, right? Being consistent, not just being in the fight. That, that kind of dummies it down, like just hanging around and be <laughs> lucky, right? Boston has internal issues, right? Whether it's the scandal, new coach, ego personalities, just the mojo's off, right? Brogdon said it himself. Philly was fool's gold, was fool's gold record. Their whole season was predicated on getting Joel Embiid uh, MVP. But then when it came for jo- time for Joel Embiid to step up, he showed you his weakness, why he probably didn't wear, win in years past. So Philly wasn't a real team. Milwaukee tapped out, right, obviously by the hands of the Heat mm-hmm. because they were a little bit old and long in the tooth when we looked at their roster when they first got eliminated. And then Giannis had some injury uh, injuries throughout the year. And then here the Miami Heat are pretty much playing the same way without Tyler Hero. I was just about to say, without one of their right. so-called stars. Right, and Tyler Hero stepped his game, averaged 20, and actually Tyler Hero broke his wrist on an effort play, yep. diving after a loose ball. Right? Remember so, the series before this when I said uh, Bam wasn't playing like Bam? Bam. Now this series he's playing more like Bam. Like Bam, physical – Attacking the ball right. instead of letting the ball come to him, meaning right. when there's loose balls, you know yeah. he's he's being aggressive to the ball, yep. and that's been the difference too because and it's a it's a tone setter. It's a tone setter, and so, but then you look at Denver same way they they added Caldwell. I think I keep saying Caldwell Pope is one of the biggest. I remember seeing it. I was like, Lakers are in trouble because he it's one of the biggest acquisitions that kind of go under the because everybody's you know worried about. 
you know, Atlanta, you know, got uh, Murray and all mm-hmm. that stuff. And, you know, KD goes to Phoenix because he brought a championship pedigree and he brought an edge and he had a po- and he had a point to prove. And he can smoke more. You know, it, it, it's, in Denver. Well, yeah. Because well, his, he, his well, lips are dark. Right. But it's not that. He has access to the good stuff. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. He got the synthetic he, stuff. He, 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 yeah. He, he, he chief. Bruh. He chief Pope. But <laughs> He cheaping. Illegally, too. Every day. And on the way to the on game, the way on the, the way game. from the game. But, yeah. again, his, well, he's in the right headspace, he's right? In, yes. But Denver just kept plugging along. Mm-hmm. Guess when you look at it, Golden State won the championship. Draymond kind of ended that with knocking, knocking Poole out. Then Poole never got into it. And then Poole kind of disintegrated their good mojo as they started to go, right? Then you saw the Lakers start to get better. But the Lakers' ceiling was the seat where they're at right now. They yeah. It was a struggle to get into the playoffs. So they said, you know what, we're going to be there. And then Phoenix, which kind of been their kryptonite, guess what they did? They said, Joker, see DeAndre Ayton over there and Kevin Durant? They ain't real. Mm-mm. So why don't you just go punk both of them? Now, Devin Booker stepped it up, but Kevin Durant he was just, nowhere. He, DeAndre, he just – Destroyed. And KD, just, hey, KD, KD a buck eighty five, and that man is about two fifty. But KD over time, if, if you omit the two years that he went and tagged along with Golden State, mm-hmm. what has KD done in the playoffs? Nothing. What has KD done in the big moment? Nothing. What has James Harden done in the Nothing. big moment? What has Russell Westbrook done Nothing. in the big moment? They all choked, right? But all three were on the same team. Mm-hmm. But then they knew that. Denver said, "We just got to stay packed." Yep. We just got to stay in it, right? And you look at when teams get rid of players or not. Okay, Phoenix, you got rid of um, – what's the two guys they gave up for Kevin Durant? Bridges, Bridges and, uh, and, uh, and uh, uh, Cam, Johnson. Cam Johnson. Two glue guys. And guess who, and guess who else, guess who else What'd they – What you say? Uh, nothing. They should did. Oh, he's mad at Carolina Tar Heels. I, was, I, I knew that's what you said. My man is a Tar Heel. But one of the bigger guys that they let just slide was uh, Jay Crowder. Who was their edge guy? Yes, he who was. Who was the tempo setter? Yes, he who was. Who actually was able to get something out of DeAndre Ayton? They had him on the on the uh, on the school on the school lunch program. <laughs> Don't come to school, we'll send you lunch. They paying this man fifteen twenty million dollars to stay at home. To stay at home. You think they didn't miss him? Yeah, they missed him. There you go. They missed all three of them. Right, but what Denver do? So we're going to add to our stuff, and we're going to get our guys better, and we're just going to go ahead and just moonwalk right to the NBA championship. They weren't NBA worried finals. about building a super team or the splash free agent guy. They kept their nucleus, and they developed them. Right, and they can stay, and they're sustainable. Sustainable. And they have depth, too. Yes, they do. The, on the sneak. On the sneak. On the sneak got depth. That starting five is for real. Because the Joker is about the, the equal of the two people. He, too. Because – I mean, he was hitting them. I don't know what them the playground threes he was hitting, <laughs> throwing them up there. That's when you know it's the night. Like, dang! But he's obviously shot that shot he's, before. He's he shot it before. Yeah, because he, he got a kind of funky looking jumper. He's got anyway. a, yes, he got a little Larry Bird in him. But uh, yeah, man, that's a good breakdown of the NBA playoffs. We're gonna see if the Heat wins tonight, um, or Celtics, or men of their words. I doubt it. I I, I think Kenny when they said it, they, they were just saying it because the camera. They were just saying they just going through the motions. They won two, three Cancun. Yeah, two. Or, no, they they from Boston. They going to Cape. They, no, they, yeah, they going to Cape Cod. Cape Cod. Go Get you Cape Cod. They want yep. some vodka cranberry. So, <laughs> when we come back. We got a short segment. We're gonna give away some tickets to the Salt Dogs, right, Austin? Yes, sir. And we got some hats to give away from one of the whoever is the Carolina Panthers fan. Text in. Uh, we got some uh, 
a couple or one at least one surprise from you from uh, DP. We're gonna give away some salt dog tickets. We're gonna make an easy trivia because Kenny's here. He don't like no hard <laughs> trivia. So we're gonna come up with some easy trivia. We're gonna actually the trivia is gonna be about. Here's the trivia question: Who was the quarterback the year Johnny Rogers won the or won the Heisman? Is that easy enough, that's, Kenny? That's, that's, okay, then. Who the, was the quarterback? Who was the quarterback the, the year, year the Johnny the Jet Rogers, Rogers won, the won the Heisman? For two tickets to Thursday Salt Dogs For two game. tickets to the Thursday Salt Dogs game. And a parking pass. And a parking pass, courtesy of Jay Foreman and Kenny, Mr. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> Trivia question, Will Hype. We'll be right back. Watch Old School Live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and Jay. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.